Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 647, and today we're going to talk all about Amazon and their cool updates for us sellers, and uh, I've got my good friend on here as well today, Mr. Chris Schaefer. How's it going on over there? It's going great, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. And yesterday it wasn't okay for you. You went out for a little, a little, uh, a little like Cedrin for a for a migraine. Came back and you got yourself in a car accident. With a, I came back with a bigger migraine. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I feel great. Other than the fact that I feel like I got hit by a car. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah well, it's actually a truck, but yes, it's it's yeah. it's a car. It's a vehicle. Uh, but I'm glad yeah, you're okay. Like a, like a pickup, not an 18 wheeler. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad you're okay. But, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I just thought I would throw that in there. You're doing well. And I'm glad that you made it through that accident because here you are able to talk yeah, to us about had, these. Dude, we got stuff to do. I don't have time <laughs> I don't have time for people who are texting and driving or not paying attention to, you know, traffic control devices and not paying attention to whether they have a red light or a green light or any of those kinds of things. It's we insane. got podcasts to record and people we do. We do. We actually had a meeting that we were uh, getting ready to attend. And then from there, we had some uh, episodes we wanted to record here on the podcast. So a uh, little hiccup, a little bump in the road, literally. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but, <a> big <laughs> but, but here but here we are, and we are going to jump into this. So that's what we're going to do. So guys, this is episode 647. If you want to go to the show notes page, go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 647. 47, and uh, you can get all the links and stuff that we're going to be sharing uh, with this because there will probably be uh, some links to uh, some of the things, including one of the ones that we're going to be talking about is this new Amazon Live. I actually did an episode, episode 645, when we first heard about this, and I did a little bit of a deep dive into it, haven't really been able to use it yet, and actually, Chris, I'll talk to you a little bit about like what my, uh, our partner did to try to use it and what happened, and then from there, we will... Uh, We'll share what we're going to be doing using this platform or at least testing this platform. But why don't you just kick it off? Why don't you just uh, talk about there's actually three of them that we're going to be talking about. Uh, where do you want to start? Let's start with the Amazon Live. Is that what they're actually calling that feature is Amazon Live? I believe it is. I believe it is when I went to that page and actually I'll do that on the fly here. Uh, but yeah, I believe it's Amazon Live. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Amazon Live. Uh, yes, it is Amazon Live, and if you want to, you can go there, and it will uh, it'll literally show you um, kind of like the page that is with all the live videos. It says Amazon Live, and then uh, from there, you will also see down below if you want to become a seller that can use it. So it says, are you are are you a brand interested in live streaming? You click learn more at the very bottom of that page, and then you uh, you'll actually bring up. The page that talks about all the details. And there's actually someone live rate. Actually, it's not now. It was live a day ago. The magnifiers that bring you back to focus. So it's all about someone sitting here doing like an infomercial on their couch with uh, with these magnifiers. So that's what's happening here. And then right below that, there's products, their products. Uh, Magni Pros, uh, large 3X magnifier, Magna uh, Pros, uh, let's see, 3X large ultra bright LED. So right below it, that's the cool thing. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of other ones that are there, but really there's not that many yet because it's fairly new, right? Like right now. So, and that it's funny that you bring that up. You're like, it's like a little infomercial because the way that this was pitched in the media or by the media 
uh, and like TechCrunch specifically said something along the lines of like Amazon's effort to take on QVC and HSN, mm. right? And a few years ago, actually, and I don't think most people even know about this, Amazon had a, uh, a really short-lived program and it was called something like Style Code Live. Uh, mm-hmm. or something like that. And oh, it was so- something similar to this, kind of like a beta version of this, but only for fashion. Mm-hmm. And I think they ran the whole thing. So it was like a fashion infomercial, like live stream type of thing. And what they're really doing now is they're opening it up to what appears to be any brand registered brand. I don't think that you can just log in with any seller central account, although it, it appears when you download the app that you can do that. But their purpose really is to get the brands to create this content. Um, from what I understand, it only works with Amazon seller central accounts right now. It does not work with vendor central, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of interesting to me because a lot of bigger brands use vendor central specifically. So they would have to create a seller central account in order to use this. Um, but it does appear to be something that's really cool. And what Amazon is trying to do here is take advantage of all of the great things that you hear us talking about with like Facebook live, right? Where we can get on and we can sell. And they're seeing the success stories that people are having with selling from Facebook live, which is a platform not at all designed for that. Mm-mm to something like this, where you can literally add a click of a button, purchase the product that people are talking about Mm. without having to go back in and enter different credit card details and do all that. If you're signed into your seller central or your, your buyer account on Amazon and you're watching one of these feeds, you can literally hit the button and do an add to cart or buy now, just like you would be able to from the product detail page. And so I think this is going to be something that has some really cool potential within the Amazon ecosystem. Right. But this would not be, for anybody that's like looking to do video or looking to do something like this, this would not be the only part of my video strategy. Mm. It would definitely be something worth doing. And as soon as we get the issues with the app figured out, because this is a fairly new program, it got uh, announced about a month ago. Is that what it was? I think I started seeing uh, some of the first news articles about it. Um, But the app is still iOS only. Uh, and I don't know what happened with our partner, but it appears to only work on very specific iOS devices, like the newest version of iOS mm-hmm. as of whenever the app launched. Um, and it is still a little buggy, but it would definitely be worth trying if you're trying to get video under your belt, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, I'm actually looking through like all of the last ones that have posted here in the past like week. There's not really a ton, to be honest with you. So it's it's good, but it's also, you know, is it worth it to to do this? Like, well, I don't know, but... We've been saying it all along. If you can do Facebook Lives, do those for sure. This would just be another way for you to do a live, get in front of a potential audience. This could maybe take off. Might not. Uh, Don't know. Uh, But there's a whole bunch of different ones. I would just go there again and just explore what people are doing as far as posting. Uh, there's, uh, there's this one here, it looks like, and these are all different, different time frames as far as like how long, uh, there's this one here that says morning sickness. We can help from pink stork. Uh, it's a morning sickness candy. Uh, there's one there. There's, um, rocket golf, number one rated golf products, four minutes and four seconds. The guy's in a garage hitting in a net, uh, which is pretty, uh, pretty cool. Uh, and then we have in the kitchen with, uh, Eden eats. Um, and that one's there three hours and 59 minutes. That's crazy. Uh, and then we have, let's see here. Uh, I'm just trying to see one that would be interesting to talk about. Uh, this one here, muddy yard or driveway, fix it with true grid. Uh, there's another one that's uh, 15 minutes. Another one here looks like a very generic shot here to install. Uh, let's see, panner brackets to, uh, to the bridge, uh, whatever that means. Um, so it looks like you're hanging a bicycle. Um, or something. It looks kind of interesting. Um, Brilliant Pad, the first self-cleaning dog potty, uh, five minutes. 
Uh, and then there's an upcoming stream at the very bottom. You can see the upcoming ones. There's only one for 9 p.m. It's guest singing burger, Bobby Bunce. Uh, and it looks like it's some type of probably food or product or something that goes with food. It looks like a Hamburg. Um, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and, and search Amazon for singing burger yes, right now. Yes. So, <laughs> but I don't see any search features here to look for videos, uh, personally. So I'm not sure how you would go in here and use this as a search feature. Um, but I'm sure that there, this is totally in beta. So there's not really a ton that you can do. Um, but again, if you guys missed that episode that I did where I went through kind of what's required and everything, I mean, you can just go to this page, go to learn more and you'll get all that. But I did a, a deep dive into like really just reading what is required. Uh, and that is, uh, episode 645. So the amazing seller.com forward slash 645. And you can listen to that episode if you're interested in, in really just, uh, learning more about what they want us to have for doing this. I also talk about, which you and I talk a lot about is just using video in general in your business. Uh, you really, really should be using video if you can. Um, we've been, we've been experimenting with video now for probably well, Chris, probably at least, I don't know, a year. Uh, you know, very, very effectively. And, uh, we're actually, we're experimenting right now with YouTube. We actually started taking some of our videos that are on Facebook and then repurposing them, putting them on YouTube. And we have a channel now of over 2000 subscribers. We're just under the threshold to turn on ads, by the way, which Chris, I can't wait for that to happen. Um, but we're like right under the threshold. I think you have to have like 24,000 minutes viewed or something. And I think we're just under that threshold, but we're over the thousand subscribers on YouTube, um, which is required as well to turn on ads. But again, all we did was repurpose that video. So if you're not creating video, I definitely, definitely recommend that you consider it. And it doesn't mean you have to have this professional, like, you know, totally professional, like uh, camera setup or anything. It could be your iPhone on a tripod, maybe with a decent mic. You don't even have to have a decent mic, but if it's just something that's giving value and that's going to demonstrate if you're a fisherman and you want to show your new lures or you want to see, show one in action, that's a great way to do it. And so we, we've been saying that for a long time. Now, Amazon is saying it. Yes, we think live video is kind of where it's it's happening. So we want to get into the game. Um, so it's 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 really something to pay attention to. And I think that it, a lot of businesses that aren't willing to do it, that's where you can separate yourself by doing something that requires a little bit more work that people are not going to be willing to do. Right, Chris? And that video, video, if you can, is something that you can repurpose multiple places. Like you said, we've been taking Facebook Lives and just putting them on YouTube. If you can create uh, channel-specific content, that always does better. But one of those Facebook Lives, Scott, has over 20,000 views mm. in three months, yeah. right? Which is is pretty good. Yeah. And we, we just repurposed that onto YouTube. And that's where we have 20,000 views. I don't know how many even it got on Facebook. Mm. But if you can use video in any capacity, it's going to work. And video is always going to sell the product better than not having video, right? And one of the, the struggles with selling online in general is that people don't get that like tangible mm. effect of the product. They don't get to feel like they've interacted. They don't get to feel like they've picked it up and spun it around, right? Mm. Like if I was going to buy this on Amazon, just looking at the picture, if I get to hold it in my hand or see somebody holding it in their hand and see how well it sits in the hand yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah. that really increases mm. the, the ability to sell someone on the product. Absolutely. And video does that exactly. You know, Amazon has Twitch which is, is their live streaming platform on the game side. Um, and they've, they've done a lot to monetize that. They've seen how powerful that can be to selling video games mm -hmm. and accessories and all of those kinds of things. And now they're trying to bring that experience back to 
the rest of the products mm. because they've seen the success, obviously, of like QVC and HSN, yeah. where you can clear through a whole bunch of products. And if you can figure out even a basic strategy uh, to be able to do that and do that even, you know, at this point, it's basically just showing up right. and you're going to get some results, right. right? You don't even have to be good right. at it to get some results back. Um, I think that's going to that's gonna go a long way. And then the other, the other rumor that kind of goes along with this is that Instagram in the Instagram stories or the Instagram TV is going to be rolling out a similar product focused mm. um, thing okay. to be, to be more of a shopping platform. So we might as well take advantage of the Amazon ecosystem while we can right. to capture that, you know, three to 5% of people who are willing to buy right now, who are ready to buy right now. And then we can take the lessons that we've learned from that and apply that to whatever Instagram or Facebook or whoever else comes out with to be a more direct to consumer platform. Right. Because that is coming. Mm. It's always worked really well on TV. All of these companies are trying to figure out how to get their slice of the, how do I bring this to e-commerce pie? Because that's an ever-growing segment of the customer base. So if we can figure this out right now, mm. we're going to be in a great, great, great position two, three years from now when it's one of those things where we say, hey, you know, as part of your launch, jump in and do, a, right. do an Amazon Live. Jump on Instagram and do an Instagram mm. uh channel, you know, an Instagram, uh, I don't know what they're going to call it, Instagram right. shopping right. video or whatever, right. right? Two, three years from now, that might be part of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Now it's something that we can play with and whatever results we get out of it, I think are great. One of the early beta testers of this was actually one of your favorite products of all time. Watch your mouth. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's cool. And some of the things that they reported were like 5x increase in product sales page visits, mm-hmm. right? Like, all of these kinds of things while they were doing these live videos. That's great, right? Even if I only get five times the number of people on that sales page today because I'm doing that video, well, okay, so if I normally sell 10 units and I 5X the number of people that are coming, well, now I'm going to sell 50 units. Exactly, right? Exactly. So it's worth at least a try and I wouldn't try it just once. Try it two or three times with some different angles, maybe some different products if you have them and then let us know what your results are. We're going to be trying it like as soon as we can actually get it to work. Right, Uh, right. (laughs) And I, I know you said our partner downloaded the app and then could, like just couldn't log it in. It wouldn't let it wouldn't let us log in with our credentials. So for whatever reason, that wasn't connecting properly or something. I don't know. So it wasn't even that we couldn't access the platform. We just couldn't access our account through the app. So it was weird. Um, so anyway, and we didn't spend yeah we didn't spend too too much time trying to get that figured out. We got other things that we're working on. Um, which actually, let me uh, I'll send a little teaser out here for you guys. So you guys tune in on the next episode. Chris and I are going to actually record another episode after this one, and this one is going to be uh, really going through something that we've been just experimenting with. We're about twenty days in, maybe something like that. Chris, you can give me the actual numbers, but um. We're adding another revenue stream to this business. Uh, right now, currently, we're over, well, actually, I'll give you the exact number, $1,646.96 to be exact as the time of recording this. Um, and uh, it's a passive income stream in a sense that it's not residing on Amazon. It is not a physical product. Is It is a digital element. And from there, and we're going to explain everything on kind of how we did it and in um, kind of the numbers, also the upsell stuff in the back end. So it's really exciting, but we're going to be sharing that in the next episode. That's going to be 648. So you're going to def- definitely want to tune into that one. So with that little, that little teaser there, Chris, so people show up again on the next episode, let's keep moving through these updates and some of these cool new features. So that's the live thing. And we'll probably be come back on and do some more updates and stuff as we, we hear from the audience. We'll, we'll get listeners, I'm sure, that are going to try it and test it. It might work good for you. It might not. 
you got to test things, guys. That's bottom line. Um, let's move on to the next feature. What's the next feature, the next update that they've added for us sellers? So the next thing that I think people should be aware of, um, especially if you've been selling for a long time, but even new sellers, this is going to be something that I think is going to be increasingly important inside of the Amazon ecosystem is what they're calling the voice of the customer dashboard mm. um, or Amazon VOC. And you can find this by going into your performance tab inside of your seller central account and then clicking on voice of the customer. Now they, they announced this, I believe at the end of February, but it's been around uh, a little bit and it's still in beta, like everything in Amazon seems to be for, you know, six years mm -hmm. until they just one day drop the beta tag. Um, but basically what it is, is it's feedback from customers on the product and listing um, itself. So they're pulling in and it's not, it's not the same as reviews. And I don't know exactly how they're gathering all of this data. Um, but I think they're sending out surveys just like they do with the reviews. Um, and basically they're ranking you from very poor to excellent on the product and the listing itself. Right. So if I jump into a dashboard here, it says, you know, if the CX health breakdown of your listings over the last, um, 30 days, there's six reviews, um, of the listings themselves. Okay. Right. And so it's basically, did the product correspond with the listing? How was the experience? You know, did they get the information that they needed? And then if you drill into any one of these, Amazon is giving you the details of the actual feedback from the customer if they less left any um, feedback. Mm. So I was confused by the size. I was confused by the color, mm. right? It, it wasn't the exact same color or I ordered this and got that. It, it's really just a little bit more in depth from our perspective. It's a little bit more in depth than what you would get in like the seller feedback section. Mm -hmm. They left you seller feedback and Amazon is doing what Amazon does and they're assigning a score to it. Uh, which tells me that they're going to be doing the same thing with the voice of the customer dashboard that they have done in the past with the inventory score and a lot of these other scores. They're going to be rolling this into your overall account health metrics at some point, I believe, um, to tell how well you're doing and how good your listings are and how well you communicate with your customers and, and all of those kinds of things as a score to, to say you as a seller are doing a good job or a bad job of whatever. And then that will determine like with the inventory score, if you have a, a low inventory score, they actually limit the, the amount of inventory you send in. Now uh, you have unlimited inventory if you have a good inventory score. Mm. Right. So I think something similar is going to happen here where they're like, Oh, Hey, you're getting a bunch of negative reviews on all of your listings from the, the voice of the customer because they're confusing and they don't make any sense. You need to correct that before you can create new lists. Where, where, where are we finding that again, Chris? I'm, I'm actually in, in the dashboard just because I was curious myself to see where uh, If you click on performance. Okay. Yep. And then voice of the customer. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing that. Sellercentral.com oh. or sellercentral.amazon.com forward slash voice dash of dash of dash the dash Ah, I see it. It's the furthest right, at least for me, it's the furthest right link inside of the performance dashboard. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Because I know if it's hard for me to find it, then it's probably going to be hard for other people. I mean, I am a little slow, but yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, th that's a cool feature. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the other thing. Again, a lot of people say, well, how do I stand out? How do I become different than my, you know, than my competition? Here's the deal. You pay attention to your customers. You take care of your customers. And if you can get on something that, you know, is maybe an issue or someone's had a problem, even if it's not because you did something wrong and you can follow up with those people like really quickly, 
it can turn things around. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, there's someone that I know right now that just shared a story with me and they are a, a newer seller. Uh, they're probably doing around, I don't know, 10 or 15 sales per day. So again, as you get more more sales and stuff, it becomes harder. And that might be a time when you're going to have to hire, you know, hire someone or, you know, have someone come in and be a a support person. But what they did was they had a negative uh, review come through. It wasn't even feedback. It was review. And they were saying how they didn't receive the item uh, in time and they missed, you know, giving it away as a gift. So they were upset. This individual immediately emailed that person and said, I am so sorry. Unfortunately, that's kind of out of our hands because we don't do the shipping. Amazon actually does. But what I'd love to do is give you one absolutely free. I will actually send it to you priority mail so you can have it. And, you know, even though it's late, at least I can, you know, try to give you something so you can, you know, so I can make it up to you. That person responded back and said, oh my gosh, like number one, I didn't realize that Amazon fulfilled it. Now there again, people, not everyone knows that Amazon fulfills stuff, right? And by doing that, This person was like, I can't believe that you reached out. It's so great to see a business doing this. And they went ahead and they removed their review and turned it to a five-star. So a one-star to a five-star. And the person still didn't get it in gift time, right, For to give it as a gift. But they were so happy with the experience and they will come back now. So just that one little thing, right? So understand that Amazon understands this as well. So they want to make it easy for us to see this stuff. And they're actually taking measures to... To, to make that easier for us to see that. So anyway, I just want to throw that in there because I think it's important. It is. And that, that's one of those things like this voice of the customer dashboard, as well as a lot of the stuff that Amazon is rolling out is really enabling us to connect a little bit more directly with the customer than we ever could previously inside of the Amazon ecosystem, mm. which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, Amazon has always treated these as their customers and they want to be hands off. And they're realizing that people don't understand that Amazon is fulfilling it and so they're dealing with a lot of the customer service, but they don't get all of the information. We don't get all of the information and it's kind of been messy. And so to be able to look at something like this voice of the customer dashboard and say, okay, um, they're confused by the sizing. Mm. or They're confused by this or they're confused by that. Um, that is really helpful. And previously we only would have gotten that inside of seller feedback mm. um, or something like that. But Amazon inside of voice of the customer is tying it back to a specific ASIN and a specific listing. Mm. So I don't have to like dig to associate order history with this person. I don't have to do anything other than look at it and go, okay, well, it was the giant round thing that we sell. Uh, and I know that because there's a giant picture of it. Well, here, what was their issue or what did they like? What did they not like? What was their concern? And I'm then able to correct that inside of the listing or look at how my inventory is sent in or however we need to correct that service issue. I can then actually do that and take some action on it without having to worry about, you know, digging around and, and kind of wasting time trying to associate that person to a specific order or worrying that it's going to show up on a review or whatever. Mm. Right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's pretty exciting stuff. What's the last one? Let's talk about the last one that you wanted to touch on, which I think is pretty awesome. So go ahead and share it. I, this is the thing that I'm the most excited about, quite honestly. <laughs> I know uh, you would be. <laughs> it, it, if you haven't guessed by now, it's a PPC related thing. So Amazon rolled out um, this new feature inside of pay-per-click called Portfolios. Uh, and what portfolios lets you do is it lets you take multiple campaigns and view them as one campaign in terms of ad metrics um, over time. So I can consolidate a broad match campaign, a phrase match campaign, a uh, exact match campaign into one portfolio inside of the Amazon ecosystem. I can still view them all individually or I can view them in summary 
as a group, mm-hmm. right? So I can say, hey, here's how this group of campaigns performs. Everyone else in the world already has this feature and it's what every other advertising platform calls a campaign, right? Mm-hmm. Amazon has always called a campaign something different from everybody else, right? You can only set a budget at a campaign level. You can only you know, do certain things at a campaign level, which normally you'd be able to do inside of an ad group in Facebook or AdWords or basically any other advertising platform. What Portfolios allows you to do is group those campaigns inside of Amazon together so that you can view your analytics and actually set caps on portfolios Mm. to treat it like you would treat a campaign inside of Facebook or a campaign inside of AdWords. So we can say, I want to spend $50 a day across my broad phrase and exact, and I want to set a budget cap on that. Mm. Previously, you could only set a campaign level cap or an account level cap, Right. right? Which means if I wanted to run broad phrase and exact for a product, I had to either run them as ad groups, which didn't allow me to set individual campaign budgets, Mm -hmm. or I had to just kind of let them uh, run as separate campaigns with separate budgets and then maybe set uh, an account level budget, Mm -hmm. which might handicap some of the other things that I'm doing. So what this feature really allows us to do is it allows us to treat individual products across their different campaign types, right? right? So broad phrase and exact is the example that I'm going to keep using and treat them as a group, which is what they are. So it makes analyzing them significantly easier at a glance using the Amazon dashboard. Mm -hmm. It makes budgeting for each product significantly easier. And it's just a really nice, clean way to look at everything. Um, I can group all of the campaigns into one portfolio. I can click on it. I can see the graph. I can see all of that kind of stuff all at at one glance for just that one specific product. So my biggest problem with organizing PPC the way that you and I have done in the past, where we say, okay, we're going to start with broad, then we're going to move to phrase, then we're going to move to exact, is that I have to scroll all around my account because I might have created three or four different broad match campaigns uh, for different products. And then at a different time, I created a phrase match and they're like in order of when I created them. Now I can go, I want to look at the fly fishing rod Mm -hmm. and I'll see all of the campaigns in one portfolio once I've created a portfolio and I don't have to worry about it. I can just go, what's the ACOS for the fly fishing rod Mm. at the top? which is all I really care about as like the first health metric that I'm looking for in PPC is, are we profitable? Then how do we become more profitable? Right. 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 Um, Or are we profitable? Okay. How do we become profitable? And I can now do that at a glance using the portfolios feature, which I think is really cool. Mm. You guys aren't taking advantage of it. Go in right now and create some portfolios. Um, yeah. If you're running more than one campaign inside of your, uh, your paper club. Yeah, I think as far as an organizational standpoint, it makes it really, really clean where you're going to be able to you know, put these in their own buckets and then control those buckets. And I think that was always the thing that was frustrating. Uh, of, of course, you know, if you're if you're a little bit more uh, into this pay-per-click thing like Chris is, it's really exciting. Um, for me, I see it as, you know, you're able to see things at a little bit more of a of a broader level, but yet you're able to organize. And then from there, you can kind of see things a little bit more uh, as far as the numbers at a glance versus having to dig through everything. Um, I think that's the the biggest thing for me. Um, but yeah, just depending on where you are and what you're doing. And if you have one product that might not be as, you know, as attractive or as sexy, unless you're going to have these, you know, totally different, you know, campaigns that you're going to be testing out and splitting them apart. But uh, I think it's a great feature. And it just goes to show you from the way pay-per-click looked even a year ago to what it is now is completely different. So they are they are making changes. Um, they are trying to make it easier because they know if you know we can use it better and we can get more customers, they're going to make more money too, and they're going to make money on the pay-per-click. 
You know, if we start, if we're continuing to have really good success with pay-per-click, we're, they're going to make money there too. Um, so they're not stupid. Um, so anyway, is that it, Chris? Is that the, the three that we wanted to discuss here today? That's the three that we want. All right. To well, about. that's awesome. So here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to give you guys a little, a little, uh, call to action, head over to the show notes page. If you want, uh, all the details on this, the links and everything, head over to, uh, the amazing forward slash six forty seven. go over and do that. The other thing that I'm going to do here is give you guys uh, another resource. If you guys are still thinking to yourself, man, I really want to know how you are building a business, a brand, not just an Amazon, you know, an Amazon brand, but a brand that that works outside of just Amazon. You build these external channels and these additional revenue streams like we're going to talk about in the next episode. But if you're interested in learning exactly what we are doing now and we're going to continue to do moving forward, head over to ecombizclass.com. What that will do is it'll give you it's around 34 minutes to be exact of an overview of myself going through the the exact methodology, but also taking you through like a case study in a sense of what we've done over the past 19 months to build out this brand and this business uh, and really build these external channels, these revenue streams and all of that. If you're interested, head over to ecombizclass.com for that overview, for that tutorial, that case study. And then also we will talk about our ecom business formula class and our training there. And if you want to become part of that, you'll get all the information there as well. So Chris, that's it, buddy. Let's wrap this baby up so we can get on to the next one, which we'll be recording for the next day. Any, anything else you wanted to, to wrap up with? Are you good? No, although I do want to know, Amazon is rolling out features at a record pace. So anybody that has run into something, let us know at supportattheamazingseller.com because I'm always curious. I mean, you and I can't even keep up with with how much stuff they're rolling out. So if you guys have seen anything else pop up inside of your account over the last few days that you want us to take a look at, you just want to make us aware of, let us know at supportattheamazingseller.com. Uh, so we can take a look at it so we can we can dive in and take a look at it as well and maybe share it with with the audience. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely do that. Support at theamazingseller.com if you have any uh, any news or things that you think that would uh, be useful to share with our community. So, all right, guys, that is it. That is going to wrap it up. So as always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Chris is going to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.